You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. We're a day closer to playing for the National Football Championship. We absolutely are, as you have so astutely pointed out. Uh, This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. We will talk about that in just a bit, as I got the hiccups, apparently. Um, Also (laughs) want to thank you for making this the first place you listen when it comes to podcasts. Jimmy, we're going to just go out of bounds here for a second. You told me before we started recording, you wanted to talk a little bit about Malachi Moore because there have been a lot of questions on it on the own three board. So uh, tell us about Malachi Moore. Yeah, I mean, Twitter, uh, Twitter uh, on three board, all the boards. I mean, they're just so full of questions about, about Malachi and, and people making it out like it's real complicated or that, that there's some big secret or that the reporters or, or us would know stuff that, that you guys wouldn't know. And, and <laughs> there's no conspiracy theory here. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. He's just been beaten out. I mean, it, you know, Brian Branch, I mean, what position is Malachi going to play? He's not a cornerback. He's never played cornerback at Alabama, never. Not one snap. To my knowledge, he's never played cornerback in practice. So he's not going to be at, at any of the corner spots. What about safety? Well, he has started one game at safety in two years, and that was the first game this year, and he started at safety because DeMarco Hellams was still recovering from his pretty serious ankle injury that occurred in fall camp, and he couldn't go at all in game one. So Malachi did start game one at safety. Uh, After that point, he returned to his normal position, which is the star position when Alabama's in nickel, Malachi played star uh, almost all of last year. And uh, early this season, he played quite a bit at star. Well, another, uh, so that's his position. Well, another guy that plays star is Brian Branch. And uh, I hope you guys have noticed, especially over the last month or so, Brian Branch has been near spectacular. He's really turning into one of Alabama's best players. So where's Malachi going to play? And, Gosh, it, it, it sort of reminds me of like when we have four or five healthy backs and people are always like, why didn't Jace play? Why didn't Roy Dell play? It's like they have people in front of them that play. They're not starters. And Malachi, and I'm not, I'm not ripping on the kid one bit, sort of ripping on like not being able to comprehend that fair simplicity, you know, really. I mean, he's just not starting and we don't play multiple players uh coach Saban has his starters and there has never been at any point not one point in the 15 years Nick Saban has been here that he plays multiple defensive backs or splits time or shares time he he doesn't do that he has the starters and the starters play until the game is decided in his mind so Brian Branch is is starting uh in the spot that Malachi started a year ago and now, in, in terms of Malachi's injury, he missed the entire spring with an injury uh, to his back, apparently. It could be – now, this is the speculation. It could be that his back still bothers him, and that's why Branch was able to beat him out, because he's not 100%. Uh, 
Could be. I, I don't know. That's a speculation part. But it doesn't really matter. All that matters is is that the starting star at Alabama is Brian Branch, and maybe next year that'll change. I don't know. But that's that's the answer to that question that I've seen posed probably 650 times in the past 72 hours. You know, it's weird. You, you, I mean, as soon as you and I get on this call, that's the first thing you bring up. And like, I just hadn't even noticed it. I mean, I, yeah, I've noticed my like, I haven't been playing as much. But apparently you with on three now, like that is the thing is everybody's wondering about Malachi Moore. Um, interesting. Uh, because he was so good last year, you know. True. So, and, um, and, and Branch is good. And Branch is good this year. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, it would be different. It'd be different if, if, if Branch is getting, you know, beat all the time or giving up points because we can't get anybody covered in the slot. That's, that's not the case at all. Branch is kind of turning into one of our all-stars, really. I agree. Uh, Jimmy, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated software? Finance software, that is? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash lock for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Netsuite.com slash lock, netsuite.com slash lock. Jimmy, um, a little basketball stuff. Okay, we truth be told, we're recording this before the Alabama Florida game um Wednesday. So mm-hmm. we don't know what the deal is. Uh, but, uh, we know there is a deal. Um, and we know that somebody won and somebody lost. So having said that, um, what let's assume, let's just do this. What have you seen from sec basketball so far? Because Vanderbilt did go to Arkansas and win last night. Yeah. Incredibly deep conference, incredibly deep. It's not like last year at all. when when COVID made the season so weird and half the teams were just non-competitive. Uh, no, it, it's it's incredibly deep. Don't just focus on the top. Uh, it, the, the, the league as a whole is just really deep with good teams. It, it's going to be very difficult to win on the road against anyone uh, except maybe Georgia, who's bad. Georgia's um, bad. <laughs> there's one. There, there's one. George, Georgia's bad. Who else is bad? Is anybody uh, else Texas bad? A&M's bad? Texas A&M's bad. But they went and beat Georgia on the road, so they're not as bad as Georgia. <laughs> That's right. So I really, really, I would just say, but but regardless, uh, it's it's just really, really tough. Uh, I think at least seven SEC teams will make the NCAA tournament. I won't be shocked if it's eight, but but seven, uh, I, I think, will make it. And it's kind of tough to say who the seven are right now. Alabama is comfortably one of those seven. I think the, the key to having a great SEC season, I'm not talking about winning the SEC, but you're going to have a really good SEC season, win all of your home games, and find a way to steal two on the road. If you have done that, you, you had an outstanding year. You're, you're, you're going to make the NCAA tournament. You're going to make it. Uh, that, will, that will get you in. And, uh, and and you'll be a lot closer to the top of the league than the bottom uh, if, if you only do that. So 
I think that's the formula now, you know, in terms of beating Florida on the road. I, I think it's very, very possible for Alabama to do that. I'm predicting Alabama to do that. I do think Alabama will win the game. I think it'll be tight and close, and Alabama will win it at the end. But uh, if Alabama doesn't win, A, I won't be shocked, and B, I won't consider it a bad loss. The line did start out like Florida minus two and a half, three, and it's down to one and a half. That doesn't mean a ton, but could mean a little something. Uh, Jimmy, so, but regardless, whatever you bet on is over now, so don't worry about it. Uh, all right. Hey, Alabama fans, this is Luke Robinson with an incredible app. Everyone needs to buy gas and they need to know about this is get upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the get upside app in the app store or Google play right now. Use promo code touchdown for if you're listening to NFL or score, if you're listening to college, you're listening to college. So you score and get a 25 cent bonus per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Use promo code SCORE at GetUpside. Go check them out. I'm telling you, I use this app, and I absolutely love it. It's making me some money. So go check out GetUpside. Use promo code SCORE. Also, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is a place to go to get that bet in. Hopefully, you bet on Alabama, Florida. Hopefully, you bet on Alabama. Hopefully, they won. Hopefully, you won money. That'd be awesome. If you use promo code Locked On, you get a 50% welcome bonus. That's free money from Jimmy and me. We want to help you. Uh, BetOnline is good for anything you want to bet on. Football, basketball, baseball, golf, reality TV, UFC, whatever you want. You can also play poker and blackjack. AG is the place to go to get that bet in. This is Jimmy Stein on Locked On Bama, solo segment here as Luke is attending to other matters and just some rambling thoughts on Alabama, Georgia we got coming up very quickly. You know, uh, I've gone back and I've I've tried to look at some NFL games this year where teams have played each other twice, trying to find some patterns, and there really isn't one. And, and, And I think the fact that there's not a pattern in terms of Whoever wins the first game always wins the second one, or it's always one to one, or you, you know, it, it's in in terms of looking for the pattern, there is no pattern, and that is a pattern. <laughs> that's 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 the answer we're looking for. Meaning, whatever happened in the first game doesn't really matter. Uh, it, it, this this second game will not be a carbon copy of the first game. Football doesn't work like that. Uh, it's not going to be forty-one to twenty-four. With, with with Bryce throwing for the exact same number of yards and, and Bennett throwing two picks and no sacks of Bryce and Alabama sacked Bennett five times. It, it, won't, it won't look exactly the same. It could be similar. It could be close. Or Alabama may blow Georgia out or Alabama may win a close game or Georgia may win the game or Georgia may blow Alabama out. No one knows for sure. Uh, if, if, if there was, hey, if you're just that, that fan that thinks, no, we've already seen this game. We know how this ends. We know Alabama's better. We know Alabama's going to win by at least 17, just like last time. Well, Biloxi's open. The doors are open. Vegas is open. Bet AG, betonline.ag. Go, go there to our friends and, and, and place your, your, your multiple thousands of dollars down because you know what's going to happen. Um. You know, it, it's it, football is just not that simple, particularly when you're talking about teams that are so evenly matched. And, and I do believe Alabama and Georgia are very evenly matched in terms of the amount of talent on the field. Um, 
these are the two best teams. There is some level of controversy out there about about this game, uh, mostly because it's a rematch, mostly because it's two SEC teams, mostly because parts of the country uh, don't like the SEC to dominate college football the way it does. But I've yet to see anyone anywhere from any conference or any school say these are not the two best teams. They they are. Uh, And because they're the two best teams, anything can happen. So, So what will happen? Well, Number one, both teams are going to make big adjustments. The, the, the game plans will be different. Suicide in this game is treating it like it's the fifth quarter of an eight-quarter matchup, and the game just continues on. Uh, that's a big mistake. It's a big mistake for Alabama and would be even a gargantuan mistake for Georgia. Georgia clearly has to make some changes. And where is Georgia going to make changes? Well, they, they can't give up 41 and win. So... They're going to have to play better on defense. They're going to have to do something different defensively. And what stands out to me, what they didn't do the first time around very much, is they didn't. They weren't blitz happy. They they thought they could play Alabama straight up and and sort of out talent us up front and and not have to send extra people. That way they could keep people on the back end to guard against JMO and Mechie. This time is going to be different. I think Alabama needs to prepare for an LSU-style or Auburn-style game plan where Georgia is blitzing a lot uh, and not just normal blitzes, not just a, you know, a blitz from the nickel spot or, or, or I mean, it, it's going to be unique blitzes, double-A gap blitzes, uh, bring in six, bring in seven full house blitzes. It's going to be not necessarily designed to overwhelm us physically so much as it's going to be designed to confuse the offensive line. I mean, we need to assume Seth McLaughlin will be making another start. He's so young, uh, theoretically easy to confuse. Here's one. I don't call this a criticism of Bryce because it's not a criticism. I think it's just a fact whenever you're dealing with a quarterback that's only made 14 starts in his whole career at this level. But I think, you know, I think one thing it appears to me that Bryce needs to work on a little bit is Maybe his pre-snap reads maybe aren't always perfect, and and the kid is a perfectionist. He wants to be perfect, and he will be by the time he leaves Alabama. I bet if this is something he struggles with right now, you can bet your ass he will excel in it in short order because this is a kid that works on what he needs to work on. And, And, hey, it's complicated. I mean, NFL veterans that have been playing at the highest level for years you can still confuse those guys. So that's why it's not a criticism. It's hard. It's, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. And I think that's what George is going to do to Bryce. You're not going to physically beat him. You're not going to out-compete him. You're not going to see him have a bad night, especially when the chips are down like they will be Monday night. Uh, to beat Bryce, you're going to have to confuse him. It's going to have to be a little mental because physically he's just too good. Now, how does Alabama counteract this? Well, any number of ways, and Bill O'Brien, as long as he's been around the game, has been dealing with blitzes his whole his whole career, and it's really on Coach O'Brien to coach up the, the guys, coach up Bryce, coach up the offense and his coaches on what the game plan is for handling all that. But, you know, one, one thing I like is, uh, is using Bryce's legs. Um, it, it's kind of been one of our unused weapons. It, it's like 
hey, this is something we can really gouge defenses with, and we haven't done it much. And I talked about it a lot going into the first game with Georgia. I said, Bryce needs to use his legs. This is the game to show that off. It's finally here. And in the first half, he had three, three carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. So it worked. It, it really did work. We just had the big lead and didn't want to didn't want to put Bryce out there in the second half and, and have him get hurt in the second half in a game we had in hand a little bit. So we'll probably have to do it for 60 minutes in this game, Bryce. And, and hey, when the other team blitzes and you can dodge it, you got a lot of green grass ahead of you. It's a punt return at that point. And Bryce would be a good punt returner if, if that was his calling in life. I, I love Bryce in an open field particularly when it's not the regular season and he was clearly coached that the sideline is your friend. Uh, I, I think in this game, man, it's the last one. If you get you get knocked around a little bit, you know, you get extra time in the hot tub. You don't have to play again until September. So <laughs> uh, I think this is the game where, you know, we rushed for 40 yards in the first one. I would say 70 to 80 yards. It needs to be almost a goal here. Uh, that can replace some of that production that we're losing uh, with Mechie gone. You know, Mechie was really the possession receiver. Mechie only averaged, what, about 10 or 12 yards a catch all year long. Instead of throwing it to Mechie for 10 or 12 yards, seven to eight times a game, how about Bryce rushes for 10 to 12 yards seven or eight times in the game? And and then that production loss to Mechie is gained. And uh, on all of those plays, you can bet if, if, if Bryce rushes eight times for 80 yards, I bet that moves the chains to a first down six times. And six more first downs in a close game, you win the game. So anyway, those are just some thoughts. Thanks for listening to Locked on Bama. We'll have more thoughts and more shows before kickoff on Monday night against the Georgia Bulldogs. Thanks for listening.